Hello, hello. I'm Ashley, and this is Little Sweet Littles, where I share stories and ideas and just my personal experience with parenting. And hopefully, you can gather some little tidbits that help you along your journey of parenting. Today, I wanted to share a story that happened not to me, but I experienced this recently, and it's been on my mind ever since. I was working um, a little booth, and we had some things set up on the table to sell, and the families were coming up, and this mom and the daughter came up, and she was messing with the table, and she wasn't doing anything wrong. Actually, the keychain set that we had was kind of broken and it had fallen over several times and the little girl accidentally knocked it over and it really wasn't her fault. It happened several times that day. But the little girl was very devastated about it falling over and my initial thoughts were, did it hurt her? Did it fall on her? Was she upset because she was hurt? And she was crying. And the mom, what really bothered me was that the mom her reaction to her was so strong, it kind of startled me because I instantly was like, is she okay? But the mom told her, like, look what you've done, and was very aggressively angry with her about the little situation. That wasn't a big situation at all to me. Of course, I'm, I'm not her, and her limits are different than my limits, which is totally fine. But what I saw on the outside looking in is a little girl who had made a mistake, not a big mistake, but in her eyes, it was a a mistake. She was upset about it. She was crying. But instead of her mother being a safe place for her to turn to in this moment, what she got from her mother was aggression, anger, shame, and it wasn't a safe place for her to return to and have comfort from her mother. And it broke my heart because I know when we are little, if you do any kind of research on attachment theory, if you've read anything about it, if you know anything about it, the basis of it is that children need to form an attachment with a parent figure who is sensitive to their needs and by forming this attachment, it becomes a base for them to work from. So if you know that this person is your safe person, you can go out into the world, play, adventure, but know that you have this safe place to come back to, which is so beneficial to development, emotionally, socially. We need that base to come back to in order to form safe interactions in the future. Actually does reach into how we, when we get married and how we treat our spouses, if we feel like they're a safe place for us to go to. Because if you can't trust the one person who's supposed to feed, clothe, and give you comfort, you to be able to trust other people. Or another thing that ends up happening is kids become way too trusting of strangers they don't they don't know where their boundaries are and then you have a whole nother issue but in this moment this little girl just wanted someone to hold her and tell her are you okay you're gonna be okay and what she got was the opposite of that which was so sad to me 
as a mother, I want to be the safest place my kid has. Like, I want no matter what they do for them to know that my love doesn't change and that I'll always be a safe place to come home to, to come into my arms, to confide in, to, to be there for them in those moments that are hard. And if our reaction to I made a mistake and now I need some place to go is shame and aggression and anger if that's where they come back to, they're not going to want to come back to it ever again. It's only going to take a few times before they realize that is not a safe place for me to go to whenever I've made a mistake. I heard someone once say that you are responsible for their childhood. And that, oh, it just blew me away because I, when I started thinking about my kids through the lens of, I am responsible for their childhood. It changed the way that I parented. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't know a single person in this that I know who doesn't have some scars from childhood in some form or fashion that they've carried on into adulthood. And a lot of times, I mean, we, we can get over some things, but we carry those things into our marriages and into our parenting and to work and the kind of person that we are in the future. And I don't want my kids, the goal, I guess, is what I should say in my parenting, is that my kids make it to adulthood with as little scars as possible. I know they're going to be there because guess what? Sometimes we say the wrong thing. As a mom, sometimes we say the wrong things. As a dad, we sometimes say the wrong things. Sometimes we are tired or we think that they don't need us when they really do and then we push them away and that really hurts them. And I think that we would all be surprised if we asked our kid, if we asked any of our kids, what's one moment where you felt disappointed in me? And you gave them a safe place for them to say, you can't be defensive when you ask these questions. They're going to come up with something and it, it could be that uh, they wanted to show you their picture and you didn't look up from your phone or they hurt themselves and you told them they were okay but they were really not okay because we don't get to decide if someone else is okay we don't and nobody makes it out of childhood without scars but if our goal is to give them as little scars as possible then at least we've given them a good chance and we're not all perfect. And I know that sometimes being patient and if on top of parenting, you are doing a lot of other things, maybe you're volunteering or working or you're sick, it's not always gonna be perfect. But if you have in mind that I am the base, I want to be the base that they return to let that guide you in how you want to react to 
a moment where they fell down or they made a mistake, let that help you make better choices on your response to them. I'm sure that there are many reasons why parents react to their kids in this manner where something happens and they get very angry or aggressive or push their kids away or are dismissive, uh, passively dismissive even, is that one, I think in this moment, maybe the mom was embarrassed that that happened, which made her react in an angry way because she was embarrassed or she was mad at the child for doing that, which I always think as a As a parent, we have to kind of check our own emotions. If sometimes what's happening with our kids really has nothing to do with our kids, but it has a lot to do with what's going on with ourself, is that maybe we are stressed out or have anxiety or angry about something else, and then that in return gets passed on to our children, sometimes our spouses too, right? We kind of we kind of tend to dump things on the people that we love, which is not ideal and not healthy for our, ourselves or for our kids. A lot of times as a mother, when I have a big reaction to something, I always try to like look inward and be like, why did I feel so strongly about that? Which is a good practice as a mother or a father is if you find yourself and not everybody looks inward and not everybody realizes their actions but since we're having this conversation challenge start looking inward a little bit if you are overly reacting and you may not feel like you're being overly reactive to something just check it out be observant of it maybe look inward and think am i really angry about the milk that spilled on the table or am i stressed out with work And then I came home and milk was on the table and I had more work to do. And now I'm angry and I'm exploding on everybody around me over milk on the table. Bigger perspective is milk is not that big of a deal. But in that moment, the emotions or the anger is there, maybe not about the milk, but really about something else. And I'm always doing this personal work on myself. I feel like better today than yesterday and working on me all the time and if I find myself in a bad mood or I didn't respond to my kids the way that I wanted to and I I know a lot of times it's been a long day and we just want to veg out on our phone or the tv or whatever your vice is and our kids come to us with problems or needs and then we dismiss them or we get angry at them or we feel impatient with them. The reality is, is nine times out of 10 for me personally, when I feel impatient with one of my kids, it's not about my kid. It's about me not being able to do what I want to do. Guess what? Even as adults, we act this way that we get impatient and upset about things that aren't going our way. But just take a moment to kind of look inward when you feel yourself reacting to something. Am I really angry about this or did I feel embarrassed and now I'm angry at my kid? Could be about something completely different. And if you're willing to do the work on yourself, if you're willing to look inward, what's really the root of this, then you might be able to extinguish 
some of those fire-up moments, maybe explain that mommy's really tired right now. I had a long day. I think kids are more understanding about your needs if you explain it to them. And then they're also learning along the way. And so if you are willing to say, hey, I feel very tired right now and I, I don't think I can get up yet, then they're going to be more compassionate towards you when it comes to their thing. Now, if you have really small children, they're not going to understand this. But once your kids start to navigate emotions and understanding real feelings and understanding that not everything is about them all the time, usually they'll be understanding towards you and then you can be understanding towards them. And it's, and it's a whole cycle. If you can say the right words. So... I guess my challenge this week would be look inward in those moments where you feel impatient. Remember that you are responsible for someone else's childhood and how you react to the hard moments, the embarrassing moments, the please hold me moments. I'm scared. I'm, I'm upset. Those aren't just small moments. They're adding up to trust. They're adding up to trust. And if it's like a drop in the bucket. Every time they come to you and you comfort them, it's a little bit more trust in the bucket. And then they're going to feel like you're safe. And the more you practice it, the easier it gets. I believe that. The more you practice being patient, the more you practice listening, the more you practice gentle parenting is what I like to call it, the more natural it becomes. And I think that will serve you in the future if you have little ones, because then your teenagers are going to feel like you're a safe place to come home to. And if they make a bad decision, which their brains are still developing, they're going to make some decisions that you're not going to like. I hate to tell you this, but even the good ones make bad decisions sometimes. They are going to be more likely to come home and tell you about it because they know you're not going to have a big reaction. And you may feel big feelings about it. But if they know that you are not going to shame them or yell at them, they're going to come back to you and they're going to tell you those big moments that are hard for them or the devastating mistakes that they may feel in the moment are big. It's all going to come full circle eventually, which is so nice. And I'm not going to tell you that your kids are going to tell you everything they're not. My kids don't tell me everything, but I do know my friends, I should probably shouldn't say my friends, the people I know who have big reactions to their kids and are not safe places for their kids to come home to or arms to come into, their kids lie to them because they would rather lie to their parent than experience a big emotional moment with them. And once your kids start that cycle of lying, it gets even harder for them to snap out of that. And I would much rather my kids tell me some awful truth than lie to me. So I hope this helps. And as always, a thankful heart is a happy heart. And today I'm thankful for the pumpkin muffins that I just put in the oven. I think they're going to be really good and I'm kind of excited about them. It's just the little things, right? What are you thankful for? I hope you have a great day and I'm rooting for you.